solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. David Cully looks like a guy that says booyah a lot. Make a good play. <laughs> booyah. I, I just saw him on uh, the golf court, and he did, like, golf course right on the cart, and it looks like he just says booyah a lot. Like, I don't know, man. That, that dude looks like he's overly excited for too much, and I don't like that. Why? I mean, he's he's getting his first head coaching gig. And by the way, the late great Stuart Scott made the word booyah a very great turn. You got to have greatness like Stuart Scott in order to say booyah. Maybe he's on to something. I love your optimism and optimism is I'm sure what we're going to get for the remainder of the show. As you are very optimistic with this team, welcome into the Locked On Texans podcast, your daily Texas talking news update. Well, me and Cody discussed the Houston Texans is a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the car parts, your car, wherever need, rockauto.com. I'm John from Sports Guy Hickman. Thank you for checking in today. Follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Texans. Follow me on Twitter at Some Sports Guy. And I can't do the show by myself, of course. The one-two punch, Hickman and Cody Davis. Cody, what's going on? Nothing much, my brother. Glad to be here on this Thursday installment of Locked On Texans. And on today's show, John and I, of course, going to just talk about the 2021 17-game NFL schedule that was released on yesterday. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, what is likely, what is unlikely, what is realistic, and of course, what is not realistic for the Houston Texans. Look, ladies and gentlemen, this schedule is not as hard as I thought it was going to be when I first started looking at who the Houston Texans were going to face this year. And ladies and gentlemen, and John, you can let me know if you agree. The way the NFL set up the Houston Texans schedule, I do believe that it is a little bit more easier than the schedule that they got last year. And there is basically three ways that I'm looking at this schedule. And I think the 2021 schedule for the Houston Texans is going to fall in three different categories that I'm going to actually break up really quick. The first five weeks of the regular season, games against the Jaguars, Browns, Panthers, Bills, and Patriots. If there is any hope that the Texans can win at least two games this year, it's going to come against one of those first five matchups. And look, Revisiting the 2020 season, that schedule was downright, possibly one of the hardest schedules in NFL history. In fact, it wasn't just downright. It was a fact that it was one of the hardest because they opened up the season against the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Vikings. And that, of course, resulted in the Houston Texans starting off the season 0-4. I don't see a situation where they start off 0-4. If there's any momentum the Texans can get, it's going to come in those first five games. However, the next six or seven Life is going to come at the Houston Texans hard because when you take a look at the teams who are on the schedule after the New England Patriots, the Colts, the Cardinals, the Rams, the Dolphins, and the Titans, you're looking at five teams who we are all projecting to be, if not at the top, near the top of their individual conferences. 
And then when you take a look at the remaining seven games, starting with the New York Jets, I am under the impression that that is going to be where we're going to see the Houston Texans trot out a lot of their younger guys so they can actually see who they're going to keep around for heading into the 2022 season and who is going to be that foundational piece that we are all are looking for. And ladies and gentlemen, I do want to mention, and John, if you give me a quick second, I also want to mention that around that last six to seven games of the regular season is when i'm predicting we're going to start seeing davis mills a lot more the nfl did a very good job of being messy this year they opened up against jacksonville first year head coach first year quarterback in the league um and then they take a trip to the cardinals week seven that is going to be a very messy game i can't see i can't wait to see the cryptic tweets from deandre hopkins uh week five home game against the new england patriots nick Casario faces his team for the first time in 20 years on the opposite side all right um and, and so I, I think this schedule for houston may not be as difficult as last year's and the reason why i'm saying may is simply because Everybody got better. Jacksonville got better. The Browns was a good team last year, made the play playoffs for the first time since the early 2000s, and they got better. You know, they added Jadavion Clowney. So that's also something you can throw in the mix of some type of, you know, I don't know, messy game or whatever the case you want to put it, but Jadavion Clowney now being added to a Browns defense that already had Miles Garrett. Scary. The Carolina Panthers, and, you know, we already named them. But I will agree with you on if there's any games that can be won on this schedule, I can see the Carolina Panthers being one of those games. And I can see the very first game against Jacksonville being one of those games. But overall, I don't see Houston winning more than two games this season. Uh, we're, we're focusing on the regular season. I will say this. We're going to see about this team in this three preseason, uh, three-game preseason. I love that because it does eliminate the possibility of just taking it a little bit lightly. Now four is decreased to three games. You'll really have to put guys out there. Uh, you, you won't have that extra week to make up, you know, the last week of a preseason with guys, you know, you're out there really begging for a playoff spot, I mean, a roster spot on, on the team. They have the, the Packers, the Cowboys, and the Super Bowl champs, Tampa Bay. I love those games. I love the three preseason schedule because they mean more now. And I can't wait to see how this 17-game season kicks off. But specifically speaking to the Houston Texans and this schedule, as the AFC East will be their opponents for this year, they have to play that division. I don't see this team winning more than two games. The wild card game that I can see them winning is actually the New York Jets. But I think the Jets got better. Everybody on this schedule got better. That's what makes this schedule this year harder. Because everybody got, you know, you look at what Jacksonville did in, in free agency, in the offseason, in the draft. You look what the Carolina Panthers done in free agency in the draft. Uh, along with the Jets. The Rams switching out quarterbacks and they're getting an upgrade and they're getting an upgrade at quarterback with Matt Stafford. 
the Miami Dolphins was a, a very good team last year. I think they build on that. And then the Colts, Titans, I don't see them winning any of those games. So it's very interesting to see how it plays out. This is a very good schedule for Houston. This would have been a very favorable schedule for Houston if the quarterback situation was a little bit more, uh, how can I put it, more concrete. Shoot, if, if Deshaun Watson was on this team, this would be a very favorable schedule for Houston. Um, but it, but he's not, and so it's, it's not a favorable schedule. Plain and simple for my end. I, very, I thought it was weird that they got a primetime game this year, though, Cody. Week three against the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Thursday night football is a primetime game. It doesn't shock me that it's a Thursday night football. Uh, honestly, before last year, every Thursday night football game was pretty bad to me. I, I rarely will see a very good Thursday night football Um so it's not shocking that it's on Thursday, but I didn't think this team warranted a primetime game at all because simply this isn't a primetime team at all. Uh, but they got one against the Panthers week three, and, and, and you know we will be tuned in on that game. With every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50 or even 100 percent more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? For example, the Delphi FG 1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost 300 $53.99 at Advance, a big chain store. But it only costs $216.79 at rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and it does not require a membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Do You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with this Thursday installment of Locked On Texans, the daily podcast covering your favorite football team in the Houston Texans every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And we're going to continue this installment with a look at the Houston Texans 2021 schedule. And look, it is no surprise that everyone, nearly everyone, is expecting a not so good of a season from the Houston Texans. I mean, John, as you alluded to, the Texans have the third hardest schedule in the National Football League. And a lot of people, including yourself, have the Texans winning no more than two games. Some of them have the Texans going 0-17, which I think is nonsense to say the least. However, with that no, being said... it's not nonsense. 
in your opening statement, you did mention how nearly every single team on this schedule has gotten better. I am going to disagree a little bit when I take a look at teams like the New York Jets, who's going to have a quarterback who I do believe is going to be a bust in this league. Um, and not only that, you take a look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Zach Wilson is going to be a bust in the league? Um, I think he's going to be a bust as for the number two pick. I would not be surprised if we're sitting here five years from now and we put Zach Wilson in the category of Jadavion Clowney, where you say on the surface, he is not a bust, but he, but his career did not pan out to be a number one overall pick. And I do believe that is what we're going to be saying about Zach Wilson in the next four to five years. However, with that being said, why do you think there is a possibility that the Texans are going to lose against the New York Jets? And even with two games against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I I do believe we're going to get at least one of those games. Talent-wise, I think the Jets have better talent. I think the Jaguars have better talent. Uh, the Jaguars, especially at quarterback, like I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be – he's either going to be bad because of injuries or he's going to be damn good. He he's, he's, he's reminding me of the hype around Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford was a really good quarterback that could never stay on the field for a long time, um, in a sense. But so I, I think the Jags have a, a much talented roster, much talented roster. And when I look at the Jets, I just think the Jets are in a better position right now than the, than the Houston Texans. Uh, uh, they have a talented roster. That they, they have a well-put-together team. Uh, the thing about Houston is – when I'm analyzing this team, I'm looking at a couple of things. How will Lovey Smith's defense translate to 2021? The influx of linebackers, how will they be used? How will they be used to get after the quarterbacks? The influx of offensive linemen, are they really going to be able to hold up in a 17-game schedule? So these are the things that I'm worried about on the inside looking out and on the outside looking into those other teams I just see a better and more talented, should I say, roster than what Houston has. I can see easily, especially when you consider all the nonsense that's going on with the Houston Texans right now and all, and all the uncertainty going on with this organization. I can see why a lot of people have the Texans winning no more than two games. However, John, there are four games that I'm counting that I think can swing in the Texans' favor. That's week three against the Carolina Panthers. That's week five against the New England Patriots. That's week 12 against the New York Jets and week 15 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. If four of those games go in the Texans' favor, and look, there is no way in hell. I don't care if the Texans go 1-16. This team better not lose against the Jaguars on opening day at home to start this season. They better not. Because, yes, I understand Trevor Lawrence is a generational talent, but let's be real, guys. Trevor Lawrence is going to be entering his very first game in the NFL. Not only that, you also got to take into consideration that this whole Tim Tebow nonsense, like the Texans better not lose that opening game. I'm putting that down as an automatically dub. And if those four games that I pointed out, which I do believe can swing in the Texans' favor, I can see this team going 5-12. and 12. However, that is with four games swinging in their favors. And look, we know 
within the four games that I can see swinging in the Texans' favor, they're going to drop at least one of them. The thing I like about this schedule is, <laughs> like, do you ever watch games for other teams? Mm, yeah. So, like, it, it depends on who the matchup schedule, is. When I look at this schedule, you have the Jacksonville Jaguars. You get a glimpse of Trevor Lawrence. Twice. When I look at this schedule, you, you have the Cleveland Browns. We get to see Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, uh, you know, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry. When I look at this schedule, we get to see maybe the possibility of Matt Jones. Week three primetime game, what does Sam Donald actually look like away from Adam Gase in the system with a coach that actually believes in him? When I look at this schedule, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray. So this schedule is favorable for me because I, I get to watch, you know, amazing players and some of these storylines work out. When I look at the Jets, I want to see what Zach Wilson is, is looking like. Throughout the entire course of the year, we're going to be hearing things about Zach Wilson leading up to the week. We're going to talk to Locked On Jets and other Jets reporters, but now we get the opportunity to see him play football at that time, bearing some type of injury or if he's just taking up the joint and he's not ready right now. Um, and the Chargers and the Rams. Like, they mean, this schedule for Houston would be so good and it'd be very exciting. Even with the offseason that they had, if number four was behind center, man, like this would be one of those – this would be a year where I think with the rebuilding of the offensive line, revamping their backfield with adding, adding Phillip Lindsey, uh, even with the addition of Nico Collins, who's to say that he'd be here if Deshaun Watson would be around. But if Nico Collins was around, Brandon Cooks who stuck around, the revamping of the defense, would number four – oh, Gosh, this would be like a, this would be a year where he can really do MVP type of things because of the matchups. But but John, to your point, look, f forget number four. He, he's not going to be here. But just take a look at the additions that the Texans have made. And you and I have talked about this time and time again, that when you look at some of the moves that Nick Asirio has made since taking over as general manager, you can make an argument that this team might be a little bit more talented than the team that Bill O'Brien put together last offseason. Overall, and, yes. And, and that's why I, I'm having a hard time believing that this team is going to win no more than two games for this season. I understand that we're not going to have Deshaun Watson under center for this organization. But once again, let's not get too carried away and act like that Tyrod Taylor is a scrub because he's not. I mean, this is a guy who has put together a respectable record as a starting quarterback and and there are other quarterbacks the Texans could be marching into the season with who are a little bit more worse than what Tyrod Taylor can give you. You look at the improvements that the Texans made in the backfield. I'm pretty sure Lovey Smith is going to improve this defense from what we saw last year. Like that is why I'm having a hard time believing that we're going to be sitting here looking at the Houston Texans go 0 and 17, 1 and 16, 2 and 15. I just don't see that for this organization. And not only that, you and I can agree that a lot of these games, there are not going to be blowouts. There are no, going to be games. I can't agree with you on that. Uh, you I'm just say the team that. is going to be better. And no, no, almost every single week, you and what I have I said, talked no. about what almost. I, what I said was, I think this is a more talented roster. Uh, but with okay. that being said, but even with the additions and upgrades at very key positions, yes, I agree with you on that. 
this league is still built off mainly what can your quarterback do? Key example, you know who had a talented roster last year? The Denver Broncos. And And Drew Locke could not put together consistent weeks to save his life. They didn't make the playoffs. They were a bad team. They were up and down team throughout the year. So you don't have a quarterback that can deliver with a talented piece around you. I mean, how many times we've seen great wide receivers play with bad quarterbacks, running backs that, you know, are running for their life because they're, they're, the, def- the opposing defenses know they can just stack the line. Like we, we've seen Adrian Peterson do that for uh, half of his career. That's what I'm saying. I think this Texan team has the ceiling of the Cleveland Browns. Hear me out. Hear me out. Has the ceiling of a Cleveland Brown team in 2013 where they won four games. Has bottom out of that same, uh, you know, kind of Cleveland Brown team from 2013, that same bottom out of 2016 where they only won one game. I, I think that's the Texans four games, one game. And for me personally, I don't see them winning more than four games. All of this can definitely change. My perception of this team can definitely change when July rolls around, when camps are starting and off-season workout programs are starting and where practices are starting and, you know, the COVID season that we saw last year that really limited a lot of teams and a lot of rookies and a lot of second- and third-year guys from expanding in their game that will be eliminated this year. Preseason rolls around, and I can see the product of the work of Nick Serio that's going to be led by David Cully and their coaching staff. So a lot of this can change. But if we're talking about right now, May 13th, yeah, I don't see this team winning more than four games, man. By the way, uh, HaHa Clinton Dix is participating in the Texans rookie minicamp tryouts. Well, on a tryout basis, I was pulling to get him in Houston last season. Uh, and I think that's a good move to at least see where he's at right now. Bring in another safety uh, that has some type of success in this league, has created turnovers in this league. See what he can do for this team moving forward on the cheap deal. So I like that move. Bet Online is your fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info you need. For your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action, do me a favor and don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their playoff runs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code Locked On. Again, promo code Locked On. Bet Online is your online sportsbook experts. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, will the Dallas Cowboys start the season 0-2? That's the question of the day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. John, to close out this Thursday installment of Locked On Texans, let's try to look at this schedule from the fan perspective, you know. I think everybody is prepared for a losing season. Everyone is prepared that this is going to be the first year of a major rebuild for the Houston Texans. But John and listeners, from a fan perspective, I would say 
this season is going to be very emotional because there are five games where we're going to look up and see former Houston Texans playing on the opposite side of the field. And we're going to sit there and say to ourselves, that guy should still be playing in the city of Houston. <laughs> you want to know who the Texans got on their schedule? As we all know, Arizona Cardinals, a game that is going to feature DeAndre Hopkins and J.J. Watt. The Miami Dolphins, Will Fuller, Bernard McKinney, the Browns, Jadavion Clowney, the Seattle Seahawks, <laughs> Dwayne Brown, and of course, the Chicago Bears, even though he's not big as the other names that I just mentioned, Tayshawn Gibson. <laughs> John, do you realize that at least six of the seven players that I just mentioned should still be a member of the Houston Texans today? I don't know if they should still be, you know, we would want them to be. Uh, uh, but like, I mean, like I mentioned, the NFL did a great job of creating storylines before we even really get to the season, right? Even though J.J. and DeAndre aren't coming back to Houston to play and Houston is going to Arizona, you got to think that that game is going to be heavily coveraged. The schedules dropped today, and Houston is an underdog week one against the Jacksonville Jaguar. I think by a point and a half. Like they're underdogs. Like that's a storyline because this team that's led by Urban, I'm a hire my guy, and don't give a damn what you think, Myers. And Trevor, I have this amazing hair, sunshine, Lawrence. Is is you know their first years of professional football are projected to beat the Texans, and the Texans are underdogs. And you look at, uh, I think the Chargers is a good a good story too. Tyrod Taylor, Pep Hamilton, you know, just you know, there's connections. So Houston if, has games throughout this Tyra year. That has a lot of still, if Tyrod is still the starting quarterback at that point, at that point, and we, what week is that? That's that's week 12. Week 12. So by that time, you know, I think the type of season that I think Houston will have, by that time, I think you need to see what Davis Mill can do for you. Unless by some stretch of a miracle, uh, Houston is in some type of playoff race. And I think everybody in the city of Houston can agree that that's not going to happen. Uh, but for Houston, man, I really do like the schedule. Because I think no matter what happens with the team, there's something to watch for, right? I mean, if you look at this division alone, what's to watch for is, is the Jaguars going to get a Peyton Manning type of player? Like Peyton Manning ran the AFC South for a very long time. That's a good question. What, what can Carson Wentz actually bring to the coach that, I think they could have benefited from a quarterback change last year. And with the Tennessee Titans, is this the year Derrick Henry runs out of gas or is he still going to keep running over people? Well, you know, so the the, the division alone has great storylines. Uh, and then around the league, the Patriots, the big brothers coming to town again. We beat them last year. Can we, we beat them the last time we played them? Can we build off that momentum? Uh, and beat them three times in a row here in Houston. That's a great storyline. Nick Casario versus his old team. In week two, when we look at the uh, Cleveland Browns, like if Jadavion Clowney is healthy, is he going to run rampant on, on Houston? 
you know, just a little payback. Here's a little, you know, I told you so. You never know with Jadavion, but I think this team will be bad. I think this team will have some enjoyable games depending on what side of the coin you're looking at it from. Uh, but more, more importantly than it all, we will have a very great year to evaluate the talent on this roster, the competition that they want to create. Well, when you can put these guys out there for the first game of 17, we want to see if this competition actually makes sense or were you just feeding us or were you just feeding us BS this entire time? I'm Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Like I told you earlier, at Locked On Texans. Follow me on Twitter at Some Sports Guy. Like us on Facebook at Locked On Texans as well. Check us out on all of the major podcasting platforms, specifically the Odyssey app. Leave us a review. What's on your mind? Let us know. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are locked on Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.